Let us worship God. prophet Jeremiah, the first chapter beginning with the fourth verse. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. Holy One, we give you thanks for these ancient words and for the lives of those who have carried them down throughout the ages. We ask that you would open our hearts and minds this morning, that your fresh word might fall upon us this day. Amen. Now the word of God came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, Ah, God, truly, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a boy. 
But God said to me, Do not say, I am only a boy, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and you shall speak whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says God. Then God put out God's hand and touched my mouth. And God said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to pull down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. Thank you once again for having me. 
I noticed that some of you, when you saw that the scripture was from the book of Jeremiah, <laughs> I heard, I, I heard you, I heard you. Yep. It was very purposeful. I feel like I've been here a few times, we've gotten to know each other a little bit, and so, go a little bit deeper, let, the get to, let you get to know me on, a, on another level. So the scripture <clears throat> is interesting. This comes from, you know, early in Jeremiah. This is kind of the part of Jeremiah's call. Very popular storytelling, you know, a trope, if you will, for a prophet to not only have a call from God, but initially to resist that call. So that's what we have here. What did Jeremiah say? Jeremiah said that I am young. And God says, go anyway. Now, I actually do relate to this portion of Scripture, even though I tweak some of it. This part about destroying, uprooting. I take that to mean, for me, not necessarily kingdoms, but ideas that are harmful, notions that people get stuck in. And so I do believe that I am called to help chip away at those and tear those down. And do what instead? Well, then to plant and to build up. I believe that I have a gift to uplift people help people feel good about themselves. And so I do relate to the scripture in that way. And I believe that's my job for today. I would like to offer some encouragement and hopefully to, in some way, help build each and every one of you up. Now to do that, like many of these prophets who had a call, resisted the call, I certainly relate to that. Many of them also had a wilderness time, a, a time of trial, suffering. Many of them made some big, big mistakes, even before they were called. Some made mistakes after. Absolutely have no problem relating to that portion. So, my name, Jeremiah, quick story. Um, where did I get that name? I got that name from my dad. My name, I'm, I'm the third born. I was supposed to be Rachel. <laughs> I'll leave it up to you if I look like a Rachel or not. But I was supposed to be Rachel. Why? Because my parents wanted a daughter. So much so, you know, they named it, they claimed it, they picked the name, and they were ready. No, we don't want, we're not going to do the sonogram thing. We know what's going to happen. We're going to believe this. So, story is, Sunday, evening church, all of a sudden, my mom goes into labor, again, third child, so she's been through this before. They rush to the hospital, and the doctor, 
while the doctor was still getting ready, washing his hands, I decided I was ready to come into the world. <laughs> so the story is that the doctor had to act really quickly and catch me from falling. That's the story. So there's a scripture later on in Jeremiah, where Jeremiah is again having this, this conversation with God and kind of, kind, of, kind of thinking out loud and saying, you know, I get frustrated, God, telling these people what you want me to tell them, because you keep telling me to tell them things that are not popular. They hate me. But I tried to not speak. I tried. But the word of God is like, it was like fire in my bones, and I could not let it out. And so my dad was like, well, there you go. Jeremiah was like fire in her bones. He had to come out. So Jeremiah, that's it. A little bit of a loose interpretation if you ask me, but that's how I got my name, and here I am. But the question for today is an identity question. Who are you? If I were to ask you that question, how would you answer that? Maybe you would tell me your name. Maybe you would tell me your vocation. Maybe you would tell me where you are from. Maybe you would tell me some of the things that you are good at. Some of the people that you love. Some of the things that you love to spend time doing. I think all of these surely go into answering this question of who you are. And I find it interesting because if you were to ask me who I am, I might wonder, well, when? Because <laughs> I have gone through some changes in my life, and I bet that you have to. We will be celebrating, very shortly, our Independence Day. And I think we have some similar questions about our country when we try to celebrate. Well, who are we? Because that's related to what are we celebrating? Do we celebrate the good things or... Is it more appropriate to focus on the bad things and the things that we still need to work on? It gets, it's, it's a little tricky. My birthday is July 25th. I am a summer child. <laughs> summer has been, for a long time, my favorite season. Who... Favorite season of summer? Who, who do I have with me? Anyone? I got a few. I got a few. Okay. Who's the least favorite season of summer? No one hates summer. Okay. What about winter? Who hates winter? Yep. We got a few of those. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, some of the summer people. <laughs> hey, right, right, right. Same thing for spring and autumn. I'm sure there are reasons why you love that season, why that season seems to fit with you. And the truth is, each and every one of us have to go through all of the seasons. This is unavoidable. I believe that the prophet's job 
is to tell people that they are loved and they are not alone no matter which season of life that they are in. But I also believe that in order for me, someone who wants to encourage people, in order for me to really tell people about that, well, I have to believe it. Let me tell you a little bit about how I came to believe it. I got to the point as an adult where I felt like my entire world was collapsing. I've kind of talked about this a little bit. But a lot of this did center around going through a divorce and more specifically the mistakes that I made in that particular relationship. Included lying, dishonesty. Once I got to the point where I knew that I could not be dishonest anymore, then I had to face this notion of what is it going to be like when I finally come clean to these people that I love? What is their reaction going to be? Something in me already knew that when you trust someone and you just know that you can trust someone, that when that changes, the things that you thought you knew, that that was going to have an impact. That some people may never look at me the same. And yet, finally, I was starting to get to that place where instead of just anticipating my pain, I was ready to say, hey, you know what? This is just not fair. I need to get honest and to tell the truth. And so I did. About a year and a half after that, many, many things in my life had changed, including I packed up my truck with all of my belongings and I started the long trek from Florida to Marin County so that I could begin seminary. And during that trip, I had so much time, so much time to think and to contemplate and to reflect. And it was, it was hard. All the mistakes, all the regrets, all of the people who I did, in fact, hurt, who I never knew what the relationship was going to be like in the future, if it would last, if it would more, if it would change. All of these things were on my mind as I drove. I would pray. but there were no easy answers. I still had to face life. This song captures very much where I was at that time. It's called 
the silence of God. to drive a man crazy it'll break a man's faith it's enough to make him wonder if he's ever been sane when he's bleeding for comfort from thy staff and thy rod and the heavens only answer is the silence of God shake a man's timbers and he loses his heart and he has to remember what broke him apart this yoke may be easy but this burden is not when the crying fields are frozen by the silence of God when a man has got to listen to the voices of the mob Who are reeling in the throes of all the happiness they've got When they tell you all their troubles have been nailed up to their cross Well, what about times when even followers get lost? Cause we all get lost sometimes There's a statue of Jesus On a monastery knoll In the hills of Kentucky All quiet and cold And he's kneeling in the garden As quiet as a stone all his friends are sleeping and he's weeping all alone and the man of all sorrows well he never forgot what sorrow is carried by the hearts that he bought so when the questions dissolve into the silence of aching may remain but the breaking does not the aching may remain but the breaking does not in the holy lonesome echo of the silence of god In some ways, I felt alone. But in another mysterious way, I felt this presence. You know, there's this friend that Scripture says sticks closer than a brother, closer than a sibling. So I decided on my way that I was going to do a detour. Instead of just doing I-10 all the way, got to New Mexico and I'm like, you know what? I gotta go check out this. I gotta go check out this place I keep hearing about. It. I had a friend who really loved Utah. So I was like, you know what? I can, I can just 
Take a detour, go up to Bryce Canyon. As I'm driving in, I'm headed to my hotel, this deep fog sets in. I could barely see like 10 feet in front of the truck as I'm getting close to the hotel, but I finally make it in at night and I decide I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up early. I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna see the sunrise. So sure enough, I pull up and along with that fog at night, there was a bunch of snow that had dumped. And so I pull in and there's like one other vehicle there. I start walking up to this overlook and I'm just, I mean, I'm just crunching in this new snow. There was like one person there. But other than that, it's like I had the, I had the place like all to myself. I sat there and I enjoyed the sunrise. And I'm looking out at these freshly snow-capped spires as far as my eyes could see. And just looking at all of this majesty. And it was... Almost like I heard a voice. I said, Jeremiah, this is your renaissance. You're hurting now, but you don't know what the future holds. And it holds so much more and so much good. And right there, another song came to me as I was enjoying this place that I'm sure most times a year was very, very packed. But like I said, it was like I had it all to myself. And it reminded me of another old hymn. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own. And the joy that we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks and the sound of his voice. It's so sweet that the birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gives to me within my heart is ringing. And he walks with me and he talks with me and tells me that I am his own. And the joy that we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. I got back on the road. I made my way to Marin County. And sure enough, those words rang true over and over and over again, turns out there was more, and there is more. 
So much good. However, I don't like the binary. This either or. Sure, if I had to pick one, I'm going to pick, you know, the good Jeremiah, the good Jeremiah, the one that doesn't make mistakes, the one that, you know, loves people well. But if I'm going to be honest, I still go through seasons. I still learn and I still fall and I still make mistakes and I still have to apologize. And through it all, I live and I learn and I grow. And I think that yes, I am better today than yesterday. But it's so important, so important for me that it's not either or. That whether I am in the midst of summer, full of fun and play and wonder, or if I'm in an autumn where the leaves begin to fall, things start to get a little bit colder, days get a little bit shorter, or even a winter. Whereas cycles go, death enters, there's periods of mourning, hiding underneath blankets. Or a spring where there is new life, once again, birth, resurgence, new energy. No matter which season I am in, I am loved. So, I want to encourage you with one song, one more. Let this be true of you, no matter which season you are in. Silas found in jail Had no money for their bail Keep your eyes on the prize Hold on Paul and Silas thought they were lost The dungeon shook and the chains came on Keep your eyes on the prize Hold on Hold on Hold on Is the chain of hand to hand? Well, keep your eyes on the prize. Hold on. The only thing that I did was wrong. Staying in the wilderness too long. Keep your eyes on the prize. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Keep your eyes on the 
Lord. Keep your eyes on the prize. Oh, oh. The only thing I did was right was the day I started to fight. Keep your eyes on the prize. Oh, oh. Hold on. Hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize. Oh, oh. Hold on. Hold on. Keep your eyes on the prize. Oh, hold on. You are loved. I know some seasons are harder than others, but as seasons go, they change. And through it all, you are worth patience, love, respect. Amen. As we continue now with the prayer chants, you are invited in the silence of your hearts to offer your prayers of intercession and supplication, those prayers for the world, for those you love, and for yourself to be given to God. Smile. 
Let us pray. Holy One, you have fed us in song, in silence, in prayer, and in community. And for that, we give you our thanks and our praise. Amen. Go forth and know in your living and in your learning that you are loved and you are not alone. And may the grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches us it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love, be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen.